0: Welcome everyone to another episode of the Roman Show this week. We welcome all good things. The band is known for putting up some great music for video games and TV shows, but now they're taking it to another level. They're putting up some great music, some original content, in fact, they teamed up for one of their uh, latest singles for the glory they teamed up with hollywood undead members johnny three tears and charlie scene that track is available right now so dan of the band all good things joins us on the program this and a whole lot more coming up next Step right here the on down. the all roman right, whatever, show ready, ready. five seconds to the open
1: aquarius watch that little gimbal we
0: don't want you coming off in the retro go fight
1: Go fly guidance, ready school. Surgeon, go fly. Ecom, we're go fly. GNC, we're going down here. go. do you don't control Go, go. F-A-O. we are go. Network, go. recovery go. go fly. Launch control, this is Houston. We are go for launch.
0: The Roman, the Roman show. show
1: with your host rodolfo roman. welcome
0: everyone to another episode of the roman show make sure that you follow us on our socials that's roman show media on instagram and on the facebook page and at the roman show on twitter but we you can always catch us live on our website the com. well with that being said, uh, we'd like to give a special thanks to our good friends of Manscaped. Ooh, you hear me talk about them all the time. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, they have hooked me up with some amazing stuff. I'm talking about the deodorant for your jewels, the the lawnmower. So many good products that these guys put out now support for the roman show is brought to you by manscape who is the best in man's below the waist grooming manscape offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels they obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience manscape is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide i am one of those 2 million men we have an exclusive offer for my listeners 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code The Roman Show at manscaped.com. So head on over right now to manscaped.com and purchase your favorite product right now by using the promo code The Roman Show. All right, guys, in just a few, we are going to welcome Dan of All Good Things joining us on the program. But just coming off the bat, uh atreyu dropped a new band, uh, new band a new album this week uh, atreyu has released the album "Baptized." is available right now got a little sneak peek into it and sounds pretty cool uh, a very different approach from what we are used to from atreyu if you go back to x's and o's uh, but they've teamed up with some Some legendary guys such as Jacoby, Shaddix of Papa Roach, and Travis Barker, of course, of Blink-182. Some good tracks coming off that album, Baptized. Check it out for yourselves. It has a very cool groove to it. Again, very different from what we are used to listening to from Atreyu. But hey, every now and then a band has to kind of change uh, direction to really test themselves uh, as far as what direction they want to go or to challenge themselves. Uh, with that being said, concerts are coming here every single week. We are getting more and more and more announcements of of, of, uh, of concerts. And I am excited uh, that, you know, it's just getting better and better. Shiprock actually just announced that they are going to be taking place January 22 to the 27. And uh, some of the bands part of the Shiprock this year will be Lamb of God, I Prevail, 10 Years, 68 Avatar, Man, so many great bands here. Nonpoint. He is Legend, Motionless and White, Seven Dust, and a whole lot more. Also, I'd like to mention uh, El Nino. The former band members of El Nino have, well, they've parted ways. They created their new material under a new name, a new band name. That's Lines, lines at the Gate. Um, featuring, again, it's a debut single, not even human and it's out now right now it features the uh, uh the, the singer christian machado uh, and some of the rest of the guys lines at the gate check it out right now but remember that el nino still is around just with a different vocalist different different direction different approach machado did wanted to approach a different career he wanted to sing ballads and he did but i guess now he wants to go ahead and uh return to metal And I really liked his his voice. You know, it's so unique that that the music that these guys put out. But check out Lions uh, at the Gate, their latest single, Not Even Human. Okay, before we bring in um, all good things, Dan, I want to quick mention here. And we'll get to it in just a few. But uh, Triumphant Combat uh, Muay Thai is going to have an event in Miami, Florida at the James L. Knight Center. That's right, the James L. Knight Center, very well known area. They've had some, some magnificent events there. And you can get your tickets right now. Triumphant Muay Thai. That's a Triumphant Combat Sports Muay Thai. Uh, the event is June 12th at the James Knight James L. Knight Center. And if you are unable to make it, no worries. You can catch it on Fight TV the website on ticket information, or you can actually just head on over to their uh, social medias, Triumphant Combat Sports, and all the details are available on how to purchase the tickets. So that's next Saturday, June 12th, and uh, Muay Thai Attic presents Triumphant 11. If you are in Miami, head out. It's going to be a great time. I'll be announcing that one. And you got a great fight card. Now this week, in fact, you have uh, Asa Tempao, and uh, Zoila Frasto, uh, who's competing in mixed martial arts, she will be part of this event. And uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, Tampa, I'm coming to your neck of the woods. I'll be part of the WCFL event. Looking forward to uh, my debut in Tampa Bay. Uh, excited for that. So make sure that you bring all your energy for all the folks tuning in today. We've got some great amateur kickboxing and mixed martial arts Uh, Fights part of that uh, fight card, so so looking forward to the action. All right, we're gonna welcome Dan of All Good Things coming up next right here on the Roman Show. Welcome back, everyone, to the Roman Show, and uh, on the line we have Dan Murphy of All Good Things. I'm sure you've heard. their music uh, uh, on I've I've heard of it a lot of it actually on Sirius XM they play your stuff all the time so Dan thanks so much for joining us here on the Roman Show and uh, taking some time to speak to us man
1: yeah definitely man thank you for having me I appreciate
0: it well I I gotta tell you uh, I had heard some of the music uh, previously but I I think that For the Glory the, the new version with the Hollywood and Dead has been a major hit I had heard the original way back when but teaming up with Hollywood and Dead you guys did a, a, a definitely an awesome uh, tag team uh, to put this thing out there. Um, tell me a little bit. How about you guys came around uh, setting it up with with Hollywood instead of working with the boys and putting this t- thing together? <clears throat>
1: yeah, thanks man, appreciate it. Uh, so yeah, Further Glory" is not the newest song. It, you know, came out a few years ago. And it was uh, probably our most popular song yet. But uh, we signed to Better Noise, our record label, a couple of years ago, and. Um, just tried to really brainstorm and team up with a really cool band that had a similar fan base and just kind of a cool unique energy that could bring something to the song that you know we couldn't necessarily bring to it so um, yeah we threw it at Hollywood Undead they were really excited about it and uh, it was was really simple you know just sent it to them uh, in the pandemic and they recorded it on their end sent it back to us and you know they crushed it you know it seems like everyone's really enjoying what they do and it seemed like a, a good collab for us it
0: was awesome. So when it comes like that, when you're working guys with Hollywood and Dead, these guys, you know, have to put the lyrics. How do you guys work together as far as meshing in your lyrics and, and, and their stuff together? And it, do you guys kind of just re- rely on them saying, hey, you guys are, are pros, you guys know what yeah. the hell you're doing? Or how, how does that come about? Right. You know, honestly, we just kind of, we're like take and run with it, you
1: know. Uh, they, they seem to really enjoy the song and understand, you know, what it was about and... Uh, yeah, I mean, we just kind of, you know, there was no instruction. It was just like, hey, guys, do what you do and uh, send us back whatever you think is cool. And, you know, it wasn't like we went back and forth. It was literally they sent us the one the one version wow. that was one and done. And there was some random ad-lib and, you know, crazy stuff in the outro and whatnot that might not have made the final cut. But, yeah, dude, it was simple. It was just they gave us... Uh, they gave us what they gave us and you know what the,
0: the, the first track they sent us was what's on the radio right now it's very cool they, uh, they crushed it now why why for the glory with all the, the songs that you have that you've you've got you've guys produced back a couple of years now why this one why particularly this one and was there a, a, a thought of using another one instead
1: you know I've always been a fan of collabing and writing stuff with an artist you know obviously something that didn't exist in the past but this was a uh, In particular was a monster song that had already got like 40 million plays on spotify Mm -hmm. and a few hundred million on youtube and it just kind of you know it took on a life of its own and uh it just was this monster song and that was just released independently we were just a licensing kind of project that never planned on being a touring band in the beginning um in the first few years so it was just written it was just for the fun of it and it kind of blew up into something we never expected and uh you know we figured when we signed a better noise, might as well take that momentum and Hollywood Undead on board And you know Just kind of see What we can
0: make of it And that's interesting That, that was actually Going to lead into My next question So get let me get this straight I want to make sure That we have this accurate here So now that you sang With Better Noise You're going to release Your first full length album Is that accurate? Because you guys have A, yeah, a, a those, list of songs
1: Yeah we do have A ton of songs And they were all Kind of released uh, Almost individually We had little EPs In the uh-huh. beginning We had a couple of Battle Rock EPs And then we kind of Released songs like just kind of as singles on, on collections and stuff, because we never really were trying to write an album in the beginning, um, but then you know, once Fight and Get Up two of our older songs, that kind of got more plays than the others, started kind of taking off we were like, alright, let's put out uh, this will be technically our second album, because we put out Machines a few years back, right. which is like nine songs so I mean, it's pretty much a full length um, but yeah, we do have a ton of back catalog this one does feel like the first full length, real album release though, so super excited to get one we're, we're, we're gonna throw at least hoping at least 13 songs on the album when it finally comes out so definitely a lot of new music to
0: come and now do we know when it's gonna drop from I understand it's gonna be sometime this year but do we have an estimate date month season
1: yeah uh we're really shooting for fall man i mean we we've been we've been uh, told it's penciled in for fall but you know it, you know things can change obviously in the last couple years we've learned that anything can change at any time so uh <laughs> you know we've, we've had a lot of cancelled dates in the last two years in Japan so we're trying yep. not to get our hopes up too high but we're really
0: hoping it'll come out sometime this year so interesting enough you guys started off producing these songs it was more of a creative thing for like video games and for TV shows etc you started putting it online and then you started getting all this this, this attention right But People just started hearing you guys so how did then so it was never really the goal to where you are right now It just kind of just happened along Uh, the way
1: well well, i think in a way it was always the goal but it wasn't like necessarily this band that i thought would take (laughs) you know me to this point of you know being on radio and starting a tour as much as uh you know all of us have been musicians in la we're all kind of studio musicians that play in different bands and we write for all sorts of genres or even with other people we have all of us have different side projects and stuff too so it was always like we were pushing multiple projects at the same time and this was just uh kind of a fun studio gig that you know we never imagined would blow up into anything close to what it is but uh yeah in the beginning it was just a fun studio project us getting together hey let's bash out some heavy stuff that we we have fun doing and don't think twice about it and put it online and let uh our, our friends at extreme music release it and license it and uh yeah it just turn into what it is we're really grateful that it got to reach so many years
0: you know one thing that that really uh, surprises me is here and i have to give you guys some credit because with all the stuff that we've been through last year with the pandemic, and now we got shootings and, and and protests and all that stuff, oh my God. somehow, some way, you guys have managed to put positive lyrics, and that's kind of tough. Because it's it's yeah. I you know what they say with artists and writers, you know they some of the best music comes uh, during uh, tumultuous times. You know, go back to the '60s, we've had yeah, the beat and all that stuff. But you guys have managed to spinning around and said hell no we're putting some positive stuff so where do you find this motivation to put positivity by any chance are you christian based or or this is just some just as a lyricist that's who you are
1: you know what we've kind of found is is we've always kind of gone by like we were the band created by our fans because we never really would have done anything unless these people had reached out to us and asked like when are you guys playing and when are you releasing your next album and like, who are you and where are you from, basically? So, you know, it was those people that forced us to get on stage and start, you know, writing albums and becoming a, you know, quote-unquote, real band. It was those messages from people that, you know, were going through struggles, you know, whether it's just a school or an injury or, you know, just whatever it might be. There's a lot of people going through struggles in the last few years, and uh, for whatever reason, it seemed like our music was kind of helping them get through stuff. So that's always kind of been our motivation, was to kind of keep people... Press on, moving forward. The funny part about the new album is we we pretty much finished it before the pandemic hit. It was pretty much lined up to drop uh, right as the pandemic hit, and we were supposed to hit the road. We had a bunch of dates booked and uh, canceled, obviously. So, um, to be honest, like, yeah, it was positive, and we didn't find a lot of positivity during the pandemic because (laughs) it was uh, written before. But there were so many songs that, like, lyrically, I, like, really was a struggle to... You know, we, w- we wanted to put them out so bad during the pandemic because we knew that people were hurt. And then we knew a lot of these songs, like, lyrically, couldn't, it couldn't be a better time to release them. But it was a kind of a battle where we're like, I know fans have been waiting for new music for so long for us, but you can't release an album if you can't tour on it and really push it. And, you know, so we, we really kind of struggled to, to wait and test our patience. And, uh, you know, we've been waiting to release this album for a long time. And I think even, even though, uh, everything's looking up i think it'll still be a positive album and it'll help people get through
0: a lot, of, a lot of stuff yeah we sure as hell need it a lot of people do right nowadays so but but you're not christian influenced are you
1: no i'm not personally we do have some members but we never go we never stay
0: where are christian day gotcha gotcha so with the new album which one in particular that we have not heard uh that you guys are looking forward to perform live that it, or maybe the next single that we're not aware of that, that we should look forward to hearing and why do you think this song is definitely going to be a, a, a grabber here attention grabber
1: yeah we're actually right now in the middle of it's just kind of like a struggle trying to pick the next song we have so many songs we're in love with and uh, you know we've kind of narrowed it down to three um, with the label we're just trying to figure out which is the right one I think we're confident in all of them but uh, just, just for right now I mean there's a song called the comeback we really want to put out just think it feels appropriate for like the return of music and the return of touring and, and just bringing people together again um so and also you know like for the glory which has turned into randomly turned into such a sports anthem like it's been licensed all over nhl and nba lately even in you know, mlb so we've been really lucky with that and this one kind of seems like it's in the same thing where it could, could take off in the uh, in the sports world but uh, also it's was never lyrically written to be that we just kind of happened to be lucky with further glory so hopefully this one can translate as well
0: so let me ask you like you mentioned you know some of the, the the music that you've guys created have shown up in sports but then i know here that that some of your music has appeared on mortal kombat i mean that's pretty cool i mean do you remember playing the video game as a as a young you know as a young dude
1: oh yeah man i played i played a lot of mortal kombat and street fighter a lot of those like fighting games and stuff uh yeah, I, it, it's funny, though, with, with the licensing thing is we never really know where it ends up. Like, oh. it, it usually takes a fan to message us and be like, hey, dude, I heard your song, <laughs> like like fight was used in like, you know, the wrestling WWE 19 and like we, the instrumental of fight is when this dude walks into the ring and like we would never know that unless we got these messages from people. So like stuff like if this might be Mortal Kombat or even TV, you know, we, we, we just don't know. And honestly, like when people message us, hey, we heard you on the show, we end up going on YouTube and trying to find it. And just finding out if it's true or not, but it's it's just crazy because we get, you know, tons of uh tons of placements, but we just never really know where they end up. So every time, it's a surprise.
0: So <laughs> have you, by any chance, been reached out by by the WWE since they're or in AEW? Now it's kind of popular for uh, uh, wrestling theme songs. You know, they they those guys you know, are pretty good at that. Uh, we
1: ha- we have, and we I know that we've had a lot of people um like some smaller wrestlers of wrestling. The wrestling not like W, but like uh, walking out for the glory. We have a lot of wrestlers reach out to walk out for the glory. We've seen a lot of videos. That's been pretty epic. Back in the day, we actually uh, Andrew and I and Liz wrote a song for a uh, Lucha Underground wrestler. Oh wow! Called uh, uh, Johnny Mundo. Yeah. So that was a, that was in the beginning of all good things. We actually wrote a theme song uh, back in the beginning. It was like uh, what was it called? Welcome to Slamtown. which just funny because you can actually. It's kind of my voice layered with his voice throughout the whole thing, which is uh, interesting. But yeah, I think our stuff's always kind of worked with wrestling and gravitated towards it. But no, we've never personally been reached out to. I actually had the Undertaker use a song of mine uh, as an intro song for a while there too, which is super exciting. Cause, you know, growing up watching him was epic. So okay, yeah, is- it's all these cool things where, where uh, you know you don't expect it, and it just happens to pop up. Like I just had it's on uh, NHL playoffs. Like for the Glory's been for the playoffs though. So that was another thing we never knew and I was watching a hockey game and just heard it pop up with a game <laughs> on the screen it was just surreal man it was just, <laughs> a, just a totally crazy moment so I'm such a huge hockey nerd so just seeing it uh, you know played in a game where I just didn't expect it it was like man one of the coolest moments ever
0: <laughs> that is awesome That well thanks so much man for your time really appreciate it and looking forward to you guys uh, coming on tour you guys have already some dates where, where can uh, people expect you to perform uh the, Summer, fall, so we'll yeah, definitely.
1: we just got a handful of days finalized like right before I got on with you, so uh, we'll hopefully be announcing a lot more here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, as of right now, we're playing Aftershock uh, Festival in Sacramento, California. Uh, welcome to Rockville's a festival in Florida, in yeah. Daytona, so we've got some cool stuff coming up and uh, a lot more to announce, man, so we'll definitely be hitting the road early fall all the way through. You know uh Through Christmas So it'll be a lot of shows We can't wait to finally
0: hit the road Awesome down. with well, thanks hopefully
1: man. put out This new album Play all yes. that music
0: man Can't wait Yes Yes absolutely And we're down here in Florida So we would Can't wait to have you guys Down here for Rockville And we'll be ready To rock and roll can't Finally us. It's been freaking God knows how long Can't wait Man it, Can't wait It's been way too long man <laughs> Absolutely I'm, I'm sick and tired Already moshing in my, in my garage So uh, I think You're it's really, time like, to can't we... do it alone <laughs> For so long no, and, I, you know, <laughs> you, you get worn out <laughs> people just think you're crazy man, if, you, if you come out to Rockville definitely hit us up we gotta hang out that'd be awesome absolutely man well Dan thanks so much man you uh, take care of yourselves and I uh, can't wait to jam with you down here in Florida man
1: alright we're not thanks brother appreciate All right, it Dan. take care we'll talk to you soon man cheers Thanks. bye bye
0: bye bye right ladies and gentlemen thanks again dan for joining us appreciate it make sure that you check out the latest content available on your favorite streaming service now uh we got so much to talk about here Um, i don't even know where to help begin. uh but let's start off with wwe wwe announced that they have released some pretty big names uh they do include uh santana garrett who we've seen a little bit on the main roster, but primarily she was in NXT. Uh, 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 Ruby Riot, uh, Lana, uh, but of course the ones that really got the world talking were the release of Aleister Black and Braun Strowman. These two gentlemen are no longer with the WWE. Now here's my thing. Uh, there's been a lot of rumors why that's happening. Nobody really knows. Some rumor is that maybe the WWE could be potentially be up for sale. It's kind of like cleaning house, showing that they can make money. uh, So they have to get rid of some guys and girls that uh, cost a lot of money. And they're really not getting anything in return. So business-wise, it makes sense. But is the WWE for sale? And why are WWE fans just losing their minds? Well, listen, it's business at the end of the day. Vince McMahon knows what the hell he's doing. And you can talk all you want about it. You can put the company down. But the WWE is not going anywhere. And just like the UFC was purchased by a big major corporation, a company that knows what the hell they're doing in in corporate America, then if the WWE were to be sold, say, to an NBC, then I am sure that they will hire the right people to do the right stuff with the wrestler. Remember, WWE, yes, primarily is wrestling, but they are an entertainment company. Nobody gets pissed off when you know, Lionsgate or, or, or Warner Brothers uh, gets purchased or purchases another movie studio. They they rely on their uh, uh, resume. that the, These companies have put out good, good stuff and they're going to rely on it. And people still go watch the movies, whether the movie stinks or not. But if they got one guy in there, one girl in there that's really a good actress and you happen to be a big fan, then guess what? You're going to pay your $12, 13, whatever the hell the, the movie ticket prices are, you're going to go pay and you're going to watch it or you're going to watch it on a streaming service, whatever it may be. So, WWE fans, wrestling fans, I know some of you marks out there are now saying, well, AEW, they're going to pick up the, the, the crumbs. I really hope they don't because Braun Strowman, hell, even an Aleister Black, if they were to the go to say a New Japan Pro Wrestling, I think will be used better aew is not the it's not it the it place uh to this day miro now when he left when he was uh released by the WWE he came in as a as as, as a cartoon character he's to this day they play his music he's, he was a best man what what the hell is that and this is a guy who is a beast and his gimmick was that he was the best man. Now he's a champion, sure. Now he's getting some respect. Now he's going up against some big guys like Lance Archer. But don't ruin Braun Strowman. I mean, he's a big guy. And now you might critique all you want and say, oh, well, you know, they're hard to come. And But listen, maybe Braun Strowman just wasn't bringing the money. Maybe they did not see a future in this guy. They they tried all they could. They The creative tried. And it just wasn't a good investment. It's kind of like when you purchase a house and you move in. And you start making all these upgrades and then, I don't know, uh, you realize that after a couple of years, man, the schools suck in this area, uh, more people are moving in, more high-rises are going up. Uh, yeah, it sucks. It's time to, to sell. Same thing. They've invested all this money and now it's just time to move on. It happened to Drew McIntyre. They kicked them out. Jinder Mahal, they kicked them out. But guess what? They came back. They became champions and they are better now than they were then. A similar story could have... Happened here to Braun Strowman and Aleister Black. So all the, the fans out there, stop losing your crap. Stop being little sissies. Look, it's great that AEW is doing what they're doing. It's great. It's a, it's a, it's a different vibe. And, and it's a good opportunity for fans. It's a different, different situation compared to what happened in the 90s when the E was going up against WCW. Braun Strowman, Aleister Black, these guys are at their peak. At the time when WCW took Hogan and Macho Man. These guys were old already. But these guys, we haven't even seen them hit the surface yet. It's a different ballgame, folks. And honestly, I wouldn't even like to see them go head-to-head. I, I It happened with NXT and AEW and, and Dynamite. And... I was happy that that now NXT is on Tuesday and then AEW remains on Wednesday because now it gives an opportunity for people to choose. Not to choose, but to see uh, and sit back and relax instead of switching the channels. Back then, it was a different time. It, It was a completely different time. It's no longer the same, folks, whether you want to create this war or not. It's a whole different ballgame. And now you have New Japan and, and per, potentially WWE working some sort of deal. New Japan working maybe with Impact or, or, or sorry, with um, AEW. It's a different, different, different world. And it's exciting. But to this day, I say it. The numbers, as far as ratings, they're not as crazy as you think they are or as they were. Yes, you can, you can say that you know that didn't have YouTube back then and all that stuff, I understand that or you did people didn't watch too much live TV, I get it. But the bottom line is this if indeed wrestling was or is or what it portrays to be be at a peak, then why are we not getting five million, you know, three million people watching these TV shows? Why? Think about that. If it's really a hot ticket item, why? Seems that the interest in pro wrestling is not what it used to be, folks. Whether you like it or not, you can watch all those little indie shows and all the stuff on social media, and other likes and the and the reshares and all that good stuff. But guess what? It's not enough. Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather, go at it this weekend here in South Florida. Sunday, Paul and Mayweather will go toe to toe in an eight to three minute round fight. Uh, it's not saction, no judges, uh, any stoppage is up for the referee. Paul, YouTuber guy, going up against the pro, 50-0. and 0. In fact, Paul's 0-1. Listen, this is a pathetic fight. I understand it, it's really, it, it's, it's like a circus. You know, you want to go watch the bearded lady. You want to go see what's going to happen. I really do hope Mayweather knocks Paul out so we could stop this nonsense. And we're not over yet. Jake Paul has now signed a fight with Tyrone Woodley, the former UFC champion. Oh no, and it gets worse. Now we got, I'm not sure if you guys know, but Vitor Balfour, another former UFC great or mixed martial arts uh, legend, is going up against an Instagram guy named Tarzan. I i don't even know who the hell this Tarzan guy is, but allegedly it seems that like he's like some big You know, some guy that that happens to pick up animals or whatever it is. And he's going up against Vitor. And they put up a quote-unquote promo. And it was freaking lousy. Horrible acting. If these guys wanted to be in the WWE, I fired them in the spot. I I get it. It's cute. It sells. They want to do this art artist versus... If you're going to purchase that pay-per-view, or if you're going to pay the 150 bucks to be on the seat, I and if you're a true, you know, sporting fan, God bless you, because I sure as hell won't, and it's in my own backyard, but I am not going to spend no 150 bucks. hell I won't even go in just to see it. Why? I'll tell you why. We, we, it's garbage. In fact, the thing is a freaking exhibition fight. Exhibition. I I don't know if it's because we have there's a lack of competition, there's a lack of respectability, or if it's just blaming on the internet again, of getting these foolish fights to happen. It's getting ridiculous. When I saw this Tarzan and Vito Belfort. That just really put the nail in the coffin, folks. I was just really, what the hell is this? What are your thoughts? Are you going to tune in to Mayweather? Are you going to go in person? Send me an email, info at We'll put up your thoughts. We'll put up your opinions right here on our socials. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. We'll catch you on the program next week. If you haven't been on, you haven't heard. Cheers, everyone.